Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. So today I thought we could talk talent, and more specifically, I think we should talk about talent retention. Right now, it seems like a lot of people are looking for new jobs, looking for different career opportunities. So how do you as an organization keep those employees that you value so much? So when you think about talent optimization and the whole the whole model, it really looks at a number of elements. If you think on both ends, we have business strategy and on the far end we have results and and every business says i have some amount of strategy whether it's a formal strategy or i want to accomplish something and i have those results on the other side talent optimization in the center between those two two posts are really we have people we have talent that needs to execute our processes and systems to execute our strategy and to get results and there are several elements that become really important there's higher. How do I get the right talent and the right fit culturally, behaviorally um, to, the, to the role? I have inspire. How do I keep them and, and understand them, treat them as people? Um, there's a design element. How do I design the teams, the, the best teams to, uh, to execute my strategy? And when you wrap around all of that, there's diagnose. How is it going? How engaged are they? Um, both from a, from a leadership perspective and from an individual perspective. So there's a whole concept and methodology behind talent optimization to really think about. And then when we really talk about how do you keep talent, we're really talking about inspire. Well, and, and one of the pieces around that, Scott, very specifically, in the market that we find ourselves today, people have waited And they have said, all right, as kind of COVID has gone through, that's too risky for me to actually change jobs, to shift. But now that COVID is kind of, you know, gearing down and people are becoming more confident. And as the economy is adding jobs, which is what's happening right now, we kind of have this perfect storm. And so, yes, you want to optimize the talent you have. But this idea of Inspire is how do I keep the talent that I have? And I do think one of the most important things that people can do, managers can do, leaders can do, is to sit down and say, I need to re-recruit these people who have been with me through this difficult time. I need to tell them how important they are and that I want them to stay. Yeah, and that whole part about wanting them to stay is as a leader, I have a responsibility to understand that person and how do I have those conversations in the most impactful way for them? (laughs) Well, and that is that spot. It's like, hey, I don't want everybody to stay and I'm not treating you all the same. I'm actually coming in and I'm saying to Courtney, Courtney, this is how you add value to the organization. This is why you are important. This is why we need you, not just anybody, you. And then I go and I go, all right, now it's Scott. Do I really see Scott as a high performer? If the answer to that is yes, now I also have to think about why do I want Scott? How does Scott specifically add value? How is he making a difference here? If I just come in and say, hey, I value you all. You're really important. 
That's not meaningful to the individual. The individual wants to know, why do you want me? Right? It's kind of like a boy who is going out and wanting a date for prom, looking for just anybody that will say yes. Or are you going to go to that one special gal, that one special girl and say, hey, I want to invite you to prom because, and explaining why that person is meaningful to them. That's the same thing. Go recruit your great people and tell them why they're great for you, your department, your organization. And I think when you think about how do you recruit, how do you re-recruit? It's that conversation. It's having one-on-ones at some frequency. It's talking about their development. It's taking an interest in them. Yeah, it's person. Yeah, and people ask me, well, you know, Gosh, I don't want to delegate. Gosh, I, and I just, I had a conversation with a leader and um, Tammy, you probably were on this. I think you were on this call with us and I had one of our previous interns on and I, I was really transparent. Like I just said, hey, how, how did we handle your internship? And she said, well, what, what we did was we had a call about once a week and we talked about the project and we created kind of a, here's what it is. And then I did a bunch of, of research and I came back, said, here's what I want to do. And I just asked like, okay, how much work did I really do? And she was on, she said, no, not, not really, not much. I'm like, yep, I didn't really do much. How did you feel? And she said, oh, I felt connected. I felt respected. And she just talked about how she felt. Now, she never said I was re-recruited, but really what she said was I was re-recruited in every one of those meetings. You know, there's something in the middle of that that I want to point out. One is setting those expectations and those priorities. Let's talk about what it is and how I would like you to spend your time and what good looks like. And then stepping back and allowing that person to step up. And so in that space... This was a virtual relationship, Scott, that you're talking about. Yes. In that space, that person was working independently of you over the course of a week. And I happen to know that occasionally she might have texted you, said, hey, can we connect? But most of the time, she then spent five business days going out and doing her gig. And then she came back and did a check-in with you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, this is great. Tweak this over here. Oh, let's co-create in this space because in all honesty, I hadn't thought about that. So then you guys would problem solve and you'd work in that and you'd kind of get the next piece all set up and teed up and then off she went. You trusted her in those moments to actually do great work. And I think trust is a big part of re-recruiting. I don't need to see you sitting there eight to five. I don't need to look over your shoulder to say how every little tiny piece of this is done. But if I can provide you that big picture context and then let you run, it says, I trust you. And it tells you that you're competent. And don't you think every, every employee wants that? Oh, I, I think they absolutely do. And depending on... <laughs> depending on their, their history and, and their leader, that that's probably scary for both the individual and the leader. Honest to goodness, Scott, that piece about being scary for the employee and depending on their previous mm-hmm. leader, we have found so many people who are kind of a little afraid or scared to take action. To, they constantly ask for approval. And part of that is because they've had very heavy-handed leaders 
who were in their space all the time and didn't help that person understand how competent that they were and how they could work independently. They were on them all that time. And in that space, oh, I feel really badly for that employee because they are not actually blossoming into their potential. They're still looking. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to think. Is this really what you were looking for? And in that constantly seeking for approval, they're not growing into their own. They are actually trying to figure out what their leader, you and I, Scott, are thinking instead of actually having their own thoughts. This is what I think is best right. This is where we need to go. This is kind of why this makes sense. They are simply saying, what is Tammy and Scott thinking? What is that leader thinking? Instead of thinking, hey, I think this. And I hate employees who've gotten kind of put in those boxes and are constantly seeking boss approval. That's not re-recruitment and that's not energizing and that's not inspiring. Going back to your talent optimization, that's not inspiring at all. Guessing what your boss wants, mm, that's got to be terrible. Well, and, and I think there's an element of of that guessing, but there's also an element that sometimes uh, as leaders, we don't, we don't know all the answers, but people believe we do. No. Um, we don't know all the answers. No leader knows all the answers. And if sometimes, they're leading, they're going in the unknown. And sometimes leaders will act like they know all the answers and they'll demand that you don't take action. So you do have to look at what is what is your scenario, and there's not one that's right or wrong. It just is, and understanding your scenario. At the end of the day, if I really want to inspire people, I have to know who they are, what are their drives and motives and preferences, and we so, have to give them space. And I have to give them space that they can be, yeah, and, and, and work with them, and and what are the things that they appreciate. And once I do that as a leader, I think it was Steve Jobs who said, you hire great people and you get out of their way. And it really is about saying, I want to get out of their way. And then let's work together to make something better, faster, cheaper, accomplish something. If I really want to re-recruit, I believe that is one of the quickest, easiest ways you can do that. Achievement and meaningful work right? In a space where you are adding value, not just following the leader. And that wraps up this week's episode on all things talent. I did want to make a small plug. We do use this awesome tool called the predictive index, and it can help you with everything in talent. It can help you with that talent retention by telling you what your employees value. And it can also help you with that recruiting piece as well. So if you have any interest in that at all, go ahead and reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box. And as always, If you're going through something at work or if you have a tough question or situation, reach out to us and we'd be happy to help. That's all for this week. We'll see you next time.